Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions on theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Excellent. Yeah. Get all the snow moved? Yes. Um, Tore up equipment, fixed equipment. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Sometimes when I'm uh, in the skid loader moving and I'm pushing too much snow with it, I can smell the hydraulic oil and it makes me scared because it's cold outside mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to fix something like that. Amen. But uh, I hit a pipe, sheared <laughs> pins, didn't have enough pins. Good. Good. I hit a, I hit like an old cattle watering hole in the ground, like an old, like, like a pipe that goes in the ground and it's got like a water pipe that comes mm-hmm. up and it's supposed to go to a cattle tank for you know the winter and stuff like that we don't have cattle anymore but that there's like a little tip of the shutoff valve sticking up and i had the snow blade and i hit that <laughs> a few years ago and i remember just like hearing something and being like oh man i think i'm like pouring stuff out of the what's happening and i like then i backed up and just see this geyser of water and it's just like oh no no even worse if it got you wet in that cold oh yeah luckily underneath the skid loader yeah, this was, i hit a water shut off it was a marker for water shut off and it ended up in the auger and then i put shear pins in and and didn't realize the pipe was still in the auger somewhere oh and then i went a ways and bang yeah so, about that long good that's fun to fix that stuff right yeah in the cold mm-hmm so today I wanted to talk about some of the like most popular Christian platitudes. So stuff we say, you know, for comfort, for joy, certain things to people, um, hashtag bless kind of stuff that is just not rooted in scripture in any way. It doesn't mean it's wrong, but we'll let you tell us if it is or not. Well, let's check it out. Okay. So first one, um, God works in mysterious ways. His wonders to perform. Yeah. He does. Okay. So like if someone's struggling with something, you know, like something bad happens and someone's like, you know, well, God works in mysterious ways. You don't know how it's going to, you don't know how he's using this. Right. And that comes out of the Old Testament. I prefer the Romans 8.28. Okay. God works all things together for the good of those who love him. Okay. Who have put their trust in him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a good one. So it, it has, yeah, it has a place. Okay. Um... Forgive others, so like let go and let God. And uh, we can see that in the Lord's Prayer. Okay. Uh, forgive our, our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Okay. Our trespasses or debts or whatever you want to use. Uh, part of it would be Christ saying that it's an expectation of yeah. us to, to forgive others. And I believe as Christians it is. That does not mean it's easy. That does mean, not mean it comes with just the words crossing our lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, but forgiveness is a concept that goes and takes a lot of spiritual energy, yeah, if you will. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's harder than just saying. Yeah. I think the let go and let God thing is can be helpful sometimes, right? Well, and then we go to Romans chapter 12, and uh, you see a big verses 9 and after that God says to, to lay it in his hands mm-hmm. vengeance is mine says says the lord yeah and uh and he's going to take care of it part of it is then is our, our faith 
that when things don't happen like we want them to, yeah. are we going to leave it in God's hands? Uh, he goes so far as to say, it is mine to revenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap wild, uh, burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Okay. So our part in that is to invest in the good side mm -hmm. and let God take care of the other side. Yeah, I like that. Um, God won't give you more than you can handle. Oh, yes. See, I hate that one. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Yeah, I don't like that one either, but it also says he will give you a way out. Okay. So when we go to that passage, of course I have to have a sticky note right on top of it for some reason. If you think uh, no temptation has seized you except that which is common to man, God is faithful. He will not let you be te tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Okay. So endure. Endure. God is working. So it is a good one. Yeah. Okay. I've always I've always really not liked that one because it's like, of course he he could, mm -hmm. you know, more than you can bear. I guess maybe that's the so definition. Give me the part. platitude again. Make sure I didn't get way off because it has happened before. God won't give you more than you can bear. Right. Okay. I guess that all comes down to what your definition of bearing something. Right. Be, and right? then you go to Romans chapter five, verses one through six, and James chapter one, verses two through four. And you see that God's got a pattern of growing us sometimes through the hardest of times. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now that I think about it, it's like more than you can bear. Yeah, it's not going to destroy you, but also he's going to give you the strength to endure it. Right. So if you're putting your trust in him, it will not destroy you. And you got to remind yourself of Jeremiah 29, 11. He knows the plans he has for you, plans for you to prosper mm -hmm. and not to harm you. Okay. So God's heart is not for harming us, even in the hardest of times, and we really don't have a good theology of suffering. He is going to walk with us. Okay. And if we have contain our uh, continue in faith with him, through those hard times, he's going to grow us to a place that we would not have been otherwise. Mm -hmm. Good. Love the sinner, hate the sin. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. Okay, so that's a good yeah. one. I, and I think we have a hard time separating those. Yeah. Because all of a sudden somebody sins and you're a sinner. Well, we all are. Folks. Yeah. You know, we, we can't displace the fact we like to organize sins and say, well, boy, he's a big sinner. Right. I'm just a little sinner. I just gossip and destroy people's lives. But mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of the critiques I have with the whole, uh, like, um, the general view that the church is like super critical of homosexuality. And, and that's, that's certainly true. But I think a lot of people attribute that it's that the church is critical of that person mm -hmm. and doesn't love that person. And I don't think, but, I think that gets skewed, you know? And, and the thing is, that's interesting about what Jesus did is, so the woman did well, mm -hmm. and he know, knew who she was. Yeah. He knew, all about her and his love 
changed her life. Yeah. And the lady who was caught in adultery in, in John, uh, John 7, John 13, oh, anyway, in the book of John, he loved her, and it changed her life. Why can't the church work at that angle? Yeah. Well, how would you do that? Value the person, and then let's work at each other's sins. Mm-hmm. I mean, iron sharpens iron. We as brothers yeah. get together. We know there's things that we are having trouble with, mm-hmm. and we ask for help in our areas of weakness, and then we support each other through the, this walk of life. Right. It, it's not, uh, that's what church ought to be about, mm-hmm. supporting each other through the walk of life. Yeah. This, this other is, boy, that's um, caustic. Yeah. It's caustic. I agree. I think it comes a lot down to that kind of division that we talked about on the live episode was that it's, there's a lot and they're trying to divide. Right. But if you look past that to the sinner instead of the sin, we can grow to respect each other a lot more. Right. Well, and part of that is reminding ourselves, yeah, I'm a sinner. I'm no better than any other sinner. Mm-hmm. Really, in God's eyes, I'm no better than anybody else. Right. Yep. And I worship a God who has accepted me and is wanting the best for me. Yeah. Even though I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of this movie I watched uh, recently on Netflix called Don't Look Up. I wouldn't recommend the movie, but I thought it was kind of a funny idea for a movie. Let me tell you. it's So there's a meteor coming to Earth, okay. right? There's people who know about it. They've seen it. They know it's coming. They know it's going to hit Earth. And... They're trying to get people to know this, right? So they're going to like the news, but the news just wants to cover things in a fluffy way or not listening. They're like, everyone should be freaking out right now. Well, then all of a sudden, like all these, like then it becomes political, and so these people are like, look up, look up, and then there's this, and then the other side of the aisle is like they have instead of you know make America great again, it's, their slogan is don't look up, it's lie. And it's like that's so funny because it's. You can see that happening, right? You see that happening, yes. That division that works against us, it's uh, pretty powerful. Okay. I can do all things through Christ. Who gives me strength. Yes. Okay. That's a good one then. Mm -hmm. What about some more simple ones like God is love? That was Paul that said that. The I can do all things through Christ. Yep. Who strength is us. Yeah, that one should be right right next to the God won't give you more than you can bear, right? Both of them come from Paul, yeah. Right, and they should... I feel like one reminds of the other. Sometimes, yeah. Right. Am I wrong? No, you're fine. Okay. I guess that's just how I thought about it because I didn't like that first one as much until I (laughs) thought about it, you know? Um, Okay, so what about like God is love or saying like, you know, someone's like, who is God? God is love. Who is Jesus is love? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is love. Okay. Doesn't mean he's going to, let you get by. Right. Yeah, there's different kinds of love, right? Well, I, I think the thing is that we've we've watered love down to the concept that every if somebody loves me, then everything I do is going to be acceptable. To oh, affirmation, yeah. That's and so as long as you love me, then that mm-hmm. means everything I do, everything I do, no matter yeah. how dastardly it is, is still love. Yep. And that's not really love. Mm-hmm. It's uh a placebo at best. I feel like we're being really um, 
what we've talked about like last two topics just butt heads a lot mm-hmm. it's because i feel like at times it's like all this world is about is just affirmation you know but then it's like if you don't affirm somebody then you're a bad person so then that causes division and then so we need that affirmation to become close but then you can't only love someone through affirmation you know but our egos are so fragile mm-hmm. we really don't have any concept of who we truly are yeah and so anybody bashing my ego will fracture it yeah yeah so you need that sometimes for sure well i think the biggest part of it is who are we mm-hmm. i mean even as christians who are we who do we see ourselves as uh what is our meaning what's the meaning of our life in the midst of time and space and what does it mean to invest in family right church community mm-hmm. and a lot of things that we valued in the past aren't a value anymore mm-hmm. now what right that's tough meaningless everything is meaningless yeah it comes out of ecclesiastes yeah and that was solomon himself right he gets to the end of his life and realizes all these things i've done is meaningless well, right we actually put it as wisdom literature mm-hmm. to help us understand who we are mm-hmm. yeah I mean, you see a lot of people that are hurting or making bad choices and and because they don't feel like they have a purpose they have no meaning I, you see a lot with a lot of men these days i think yeah. um which is a which is an issue. It's kind of hard to combat that one too. It is because uh, why do we do why do we work so hard? Yeah. If it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's all for the platitudes. But I had a friend recently. Uh, said that called the Bible. He's like, why why would I do go study a work of fiction, a fictional book? Mm. How would I? How would I? rebut that statement in a respectful way so you don't believe in the archaeology i'm gonna i'm gonna play his side here a little bit okay that's people who are trying to convince you of that kind of stuff there's no real Mm. well people have uh, been making up gods for years that's true yeah that that part is true people have been making up their own gods for years so if you believe that the bible reflects a god of human making Mm-hmm. then that's where you're going to come out at. But read the book of John without any disruptions in the background and see if that God described in the book of John is one that's working for himself or is he actually working for us? Because as we see Christ talking and teaching and healing and, and uh, stretching out his arms for others, we also see him put his life on the line yeah for us now what other god does that right it's a very different god than any of the other ones that have been made right that's right um because most other gods are selfish yeah but it's that hero story i've i've kind of looked into this a little bit i thought it was kind of interesting um some of the you know the best books right the best stories that we have i think even timothy keller uses the um comparison with the hobbit Mm -hmm. or or the lord of the rings Mm -hmm. yeah 
that hero's journey where he is also self-sacrificing to like when he's, you know, walking up the mountain, Mount Doom, Mordor, I think is what it's called. It's been a while. Lord and, of the Rings, you mean? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, this is Lord of the Rings. This is the fictional book. And he see he they they come to a realization that they're not getting back alive, you know? And uh, even one of the guys that was there was even like, I can't I can't go on. We know we are doomed. He's like, but the other character's like, we must. This is why we came. That's right. If we don't finish this, then we have done it all for nothing. And we still will surely die, you know? So there's that... So I could see how it could be seen as that beautiful story that's come and been perfect because a lot of people have recreated that story because it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, God, who he is, understood that why he sent his son to experience what we experience is just something that, you know, God himself did not come and die on any other religion. No. Um, and I think that gives a lot of credence to the validity and why it is the truth that right. we have. And it plays back into the rest of the story because that makes the Old Testament lead up to something as mm -hmm. a climax in Christ's coming sure, as the first climax. And then as we go through the book of uh, Acts and we go through the New Testament, mm -hmm. we realize we're beginning to read in Revelation of another climax that's coming when all things will be brought to its conclusion right and uh what we've invested in is not only part of our life and our family and our church and our society but also eternal yeah okay i mean i still think i'm gonna have a difficult time doing that but uh it does open the door a little bit i yeah. thought you're gonna have an easier answer for me honestly I'm sorry yeah i know I'll work on it somewhere. yeah yeah, I didn't think you'd be able to in find, future episodes find a way to convince everybody uh, about Jesus in well, okay. two minutes. Can I invite you to make a different uh, approach? Sure. I really don't think people will see their faith and the Bible very clearly without the Holy Spirit's presence. Okay. And so, if we would engage the Holy Spirit in the conversation and say, you know, I I don't know how to make this case in a way that this individual is going to understand it. Okay. So come Holy Spirit, temper my words, temper my thoughts, uh, my study, and uh, use, use me as a pawn, if you will, or clay in your hands okay. to create the kind of atmosphere that this person will hear you, clear, hear you clearly. Right. Okay. Then it's no longer about you and whether you can put together the right words. Yeah, that's a good point. It's about, do, have I released it into the hands of the Holy Spirit to make this happen? Okay. I like that. And then the timing, the placement, it may be words you say today and he really doesn't hear or understand until two weeks from now mm -hmm. when he's in another situation. Oh, Alex talked about this. Okay. And we, we put it in in the Holy Spirit's hands and we continue to pray right for that experience to happen it's not about us right it's about making God giving God permission yeah and that, that that's I mean honestly that's probably where I'm going wrong is because I'm saying how do I make a better case 
that's not altogether wrong because yeah. in the process you're learning a great deal. Sure, sure. The other side of the coin is after having learned a great deal, are we engaging the Holy Spirit and letting Him complete? Okay, what we're trying to do. Okay, I like that. That's a good one. All right, you want to wrap up with uh, a good question? My favorite question. Okay, your favorite. Yes, this I, this is a good one this time. Okay. Would you rather? Oh dear. Fight. 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? (laughs) (laughs) And visions of my childhood come Uh, back when the ducks used to come and swarm us, you know. Oh, yeah. Think of it's one big one. (sighs) Think of a horse-sized duck. A horse-sized duck. You know, you're not necessarily the size of a breadcrumb, but... uh, Right, but it feels like... yeah. Yeah. A horse-sized duck. Maybe one horse-sized duck. Over a hundred duck-sized horses? Yeah. Uh, the horses aren't quite as aggressive, though. That's what I was thinking, too. Okay. Maybe but this is a fight. Hundred. This is a fight now. This is a fight, though. This is a fight. They These know are, it's a fight, too. These are angry horses. Though. Well, they might not be angry. You know, They might be calm, cool, and collected and just ready to mess you up. Oh, okay. I mean, they can't punch or anything, but yeah, you're going to have a lot of little kicks to your shins until you're down. And then, yeah. and then they... Tromp you. Uh, boy, that's pretty much a draw on that one. I think, okay, I'll, I'll renew it. I'll okay. do the, the, the horse-sized ducks. Or. One horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Duck-sized horses. You want the hundred duck-sized right. horses. Yeah. Okay. I think that's where I would go to. Just start throwing kicks. And hopefully they're... Get them close enough I can stand on their back. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I, jump over the top of them. I wonder how uh, how strong they would be, you know? At that point, if we're in a conflict, I don't know as I care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at some point, yeah. Oh, they're real cute until all of a sudden, yeah. yeah. They nip. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that horse, duck-sized horse beak would be, or horse-sized duck beak would be pretty hard to deal with. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm probably pretty loud too yeah yep all right on that note will you pray us out yeah see if we can get it what it's cracked up to be Hmm. lord we thank you for the privilege of being together with others and lord bless this recording bless this conversation to the ears that are hearing it and continue to guide us to be your children in these times may your blessing rest upon us in jesus name amen amen and like we said before, we're on all the different, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. I know something that's really annoying when I listen to stuff is they're always like, you know, subscribe and stuff subscribe. like that. But it really does help everyone see this stuff. And uh, one well, share it. Yeah, share it. If yeah. you gained anything from it, share it with others. Yep. Just type it in on Google too. Thursday mornings with Alex and Don, you'll find it there. So really appreciate you guys watching. We love doing this. You know, if no one was listening right. or watching. It's nice We'd, to know more people are watching all the time. Yeah. That's so cool. Right. It is. Or else it'd just be us talking to each other every once in a while. And, and we do that anyway. Yeah, that's oh, true. That's all right. But it makes us ask better questions, we invite you I think. Into that. Yeah. 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 You could come to the Bible study on Thursdays. That's so. right, guys. Or on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yep. Wednesday night, guys. Tuesday night, gals. Seven o'clock. a day ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Cool. Bless all right. All right. See ya.